The world of construction is transforming before our eyes. How we design, plan, quantify and build is changing day to day. But it's never been so easy to connect, share and bring people together. Our industry is reshaping. So how do we develop relationships? How do we overcome our fears? How do we generate business? And how do we ultimately become the best version of ourselves? This is Measured, I'm McDonaghy, and my guest today is... On this episode of Measured Today, we are joined by Hani Mahmood. This is a little bit of a different episode today as Hani is actually only been in Australia for four months. Hani's actually a certified civil engineer. He's got 15 years experience. He is a member of the Engineers of Australia, a member of the Engineers of Queensland, a certified civil engineer, has been working in the civil infrastructure industry for 15 years. He has been struggling massively to to get anywhere with his job search since arriving in Australia in January 2021. He has uprooted his entire life to to come here. His kids are are now in Australian schools. Um, He's moved with his wife, with his kids. Completely different culture, completely different lifestyle. Has sent over 100 job applications and has received little to no response from absolutely anybody within the industry. He's indicated to me that if he doesn't get a job within the next you know, two months, he's going to actually move back to the Middle East where he's from. For me, that's just not acceptable. Surely there's so, some, something can be done to help Hani. For me, saying that local experience is, is the be-all and end-all is a little bit, a bit of bull. Um, if I'm just going to be honest and, and, and say it, I get it. But we're, if we're in an, an unbelievably difficult resource market, if someone who has all the qualifications has spent thousands of dollars getting the accreditations and getting everything um, switched over from his, his, his education, getting all of his accreditations verified, thousands and thousands of dollars, he's ready to work, ready to volunteer, you know, saying that, that you need local experience is just not good enough for me. We're in an incredibly difficult market to find good candidates right now. And there's someone here who's ready to travel to Timbuktu uh, and work anywhere and spend thousands of dollars. And it's, you know, it, it, it speaks nearly fluent English. You know, we've got to be able to do something. So listen to the episode. Let me know what you think. If you want to hear uh, any, any more from Hanny, reach out to me or, or reach out to him directly. Let's make something happen. Let's make something work. Surely we can do better than this, Australia. Surely, you know, this man's going to, has moved his whole life here. Let's not give up now. Let's not just give up on hardworking, highly talented, highly qualified people. Come on, let's do something. Listen to the episode. Let me know what you think. So the reason that we're, we're doing this today, Hanny, is because you've been in Australia for <laughs> four months Four months, uh, yeah. You arrived in January 2021. You, as an as an engineer, as a project manager, you've got over yes. 15, 15 years' experience. Yes, you've right. got permanent residency in Australia. You've got your bachelor's of, of civil engineering, and you've been sending lots of of CVs and applying to lots of jobs and getting no no one coming back to you. 
you know, I have um, a folder full of uh, rejections uh, emails, and uh, some lie to me. <laughs> rejections email, yeah. A lot of companies. This is, I believe, this is the same template. So they send it to you. Uh, thank you for your spending your time, taking your time to fill up our form, and unfortunately, your qualification not matching with us as we received a strong. Uh, CVs. You know, when I came uh, to start and get, like uh, I say, I do all uh, causes to give me the results for uh, opportunities. I asked the one professional recruiter in writing CV and he have rewrite my CV for me and uh, on professional to match Australian market, let us say like this. And even the cover letter also, he have some recommendation. I check with some professionals. Everything is okay. And, you know, for the time you take to write the cover letter and uh, answering the question of the job itself, you feeling it's matching 100%. If you see, even I reviewed it with CV writers, it's okay matching. And, you know, they have some... Uh, parameters and the programs to matching, they send it to me, 90% matching is a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 90% this is matching. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I send and I say, okay, it will come for me a call. I received some call, but uh, one of them, he, the, the guy told me clearly, I need somebody who have a relationship with uh, some organization, I will say the name. So why you do the ad itself even? And I, I, I take this time, spend the time to do this one and waiting the time and you know daily uh, you are going and searching for all the um, platforms of uh, job seeking and on uh, government uh, this is a searching for the job now it's a job for me yeah yeah it's, oh, a, full, it's a full-time yeah. job i i understand yeah. that completely so yeah how many applications have you put out there how many cvs have you sent I send approximately 90 to 100 email. So 90 to 100 job applications yes, in, in yes. four months? Yep. Yeah. yeah. How, many, how, many, how many companies have come back to you? Who's come back and say, sorry, we are with regret, you are not acceptable. I believe it's like 30. So 30 percent companies actually yeah. give you a rejection yes. email. Yes, uh, and and, and so how, how many have actually given you an interview or called you? They called me for interview. Then they called back again. Uh, in next two weeks, uh, we will. If you don't receive a call, that means uh, we have another uh, person to take this opportunity. One of them, when you interview them, they know this is your English, uh, is not uh, your first language. Uh, they put this one like, I don't know, a mark on you. You mm. mark you, you are not, the English is not your first language. But you speak, you speak pretty good English. You know, there's only a few words here and there that you mix up. Yeah. Thank you. As a, this coming, I showed uh, what, what I say. When you... in. Coming new, you know, I coming from uh, Arabic history language, mm-hmm. and uh, there also the English is second if you are using, but this is not formal language to speak. This you should give me the or give the guy opportunity for understand the terminology of the construction and the profession is the same. Mm-hmm. 
But you need to understand some slang language, you know. This is informal speaking with this. This is, this is the one. Mm-hmm. When you speak for me for uh, local experience, I don't have local experience. I, you, you need to let somebody define for you what's mean by local experience. If you are speak about experience, I am certified from formal organizations in Australia. Okay. Like the, uh, the engineers, engineers of Australia? Of Australia. Yeah, yeah, this is my professional engineer of Queensland, and this is my professional engineer. Character. So how much money have you spent getting qualified? Oh, wow. <laughs> For engineer of Australia, I believe like $1,500. Mm-hmm. Queensland engineers like 500, 600 for the first uh, time. And uh, uh, to renewal, uh, yearly renewal as a second year for me with them, mm-hmm. both, I believe 300 for, uh, for each of them. So maybe like two and a half thousand dollars, pretty yes. much, you, you, you've spent just to get these formal accreditations and, in Australia. And, and before this, you need to transfer your certificates and uh, letters. Mm-hmm. experience letter from uh, let us say authorized uh, uh, transfer uh, translation offices mm-hmm. this is also cost some money yeah yeah so that that costs money and and time as well so when you moved to australia what was your thoughts of australia before you arrived here the main or the the common idea this mm-hmm. is um, nobody will call you i tried to before i came I try to uh, do some uh, application online. Mm-hmm. Words, I will come to Australia in next months or after two months, if an opportunity. But a lot of guys also and some professional and even I, I call them some chefs. They say nobody will care or ask you for interview unless you are here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Then I said, okay, I should be there first. Mm-hmm. Then you make your big move. Mm-hmm. You submit your uh, resignation for your company, which are 12 years yep. mm-hmm. uh, to start uh, your big move there. You, I bring my family with me, my wife and two kids with me. They are also in school and they need um, all your family with you here and you are searching. And so this also costs, you know, uh, so consider this one. But when you came, you start um, uh, by your friends, only they support you and how you get a house, a uh, small car, which is cool. This is on life situation, life dealing uh, daily mm-hmm. matters. Okay, i now familiar with the area, four months now. But where is the government here or some organization which should lead you and give you some mentoring, mm. uh, sort of mentoring in your field? to break what is say local experience yeah so what you're what you're saying is there there should be there's a big talent shortage in in australia at the moment there hasn't been any apart from very limited amount of people like yourself who have permanent residency but there hasn't been the influx yes. of immigrant immigrants coming into australia and it's probably the worst time it's the worst movement of 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 net migration coming into australia since since the birth of the, the modern day Australia yes. as we know it. So what, what you're saying is there, there should be some sort of program if, you're, if you have permanent residency or right. to, to potentially exactly. buddy up with a company 
to to exactly. give you some experience, to give you the insight and terminology, and and get right. you into the market that way. Yeah. If you say this is your, uh, I am a certified engineer and a qualified professional engineer from uh, Australian engineers of Australia and Queensland engineers of Queensland here, and also certified project manager from here. That means it's only, let us say, I need 10% or let us say 20% to let me the connection, the market itself. How is the procurement, let us say? Uh, what is uh, some terminology, as you say uh, here? Sorry. Yeah. What we need, we need one organization for each profession, engineers, doctors, who is uh, chief even, we have, you know, I have a subgroup, um, we make like form with people, a professional who searching for work. Mm-hmm. We have one chief, he is searching for one opportunity. If government give, let us say, make a program and ask companies, let us for my field, construction companies, train or uh, let this guy with you for two months, three months, a program, in return, they will take, let us say, some tax or uh, remove some tax from him or mm-hmm. some, uh, you know, fa- facilities for him to do this one. That means you are encouraging the companies and the organization to do this one and start to welcome us to have opportunity. We came here, actually, I come here for work. Uh, for permanent life. I don't come here for seeking uh, job seekers or whatever LinkedIn. No, we, we mm. need this one. We are working before for 15 years. I don't need to come now and sit at home or the worst, in my opinion, to change the career. Mm. Yeah. Half my friend is project manager for 18 years and now he study again IT. Mm. Really, so that that's that's a that's a real worry because that that basically means that there's qualified construction civil yes. professionals coming into Australia who are not getting a chance, and then ha- being forced to retrain in a different skill set into a different uh, job role such as IT or technology purely to get a job, and that that is a massive worry. Yes, yes. You you will lose 18 years of experience of this guy for only two months or three months training or like put him in one company or one organization, government's organization to understand we have TMR here. We have engineers of Queensland. They should support us to break this local experience requirements. It should be, you know, in my opinion, the likes of the engineers of Australia and, and the different um, associations that you've spent money, there should be some sort of program or process or something that they put you through in, in order to give you that experience. If you're going to spend that money up front, you know, they should say, well, here's a six-week course that we can put you on and we'll, we'll, you know, it'll be two days a week or three days a week and you'll be working for these particular companies just to get some experience. Um, because there's a lot of companies out there right now need people with mm. your experience. I know these training centers like TIFF mm. or another or some uh, universe or college. I don't need a training group or class to somebody give me this one. I need to go inside. Even factory, we have some, you know, f- uh, engineers for, uh, f- they're specialists in food industry. Mm. These people need to go factories. 
and this is a process how it will go from start to end what is a uh, specification this is a very small one in qatar i work on international codes british codes mm. and local codes to match uh, local codes you know in in, in qatar it will uh, organize, they will organize uh, world cup 2022 football world cup we did their stadiums this is international standard mm. You know, in uh, one uh, GV project there, it's uh, a mega project there for road connected the airport to the stadium itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have from uh, guys from America, India, Malaysia, England, Egypt, whatever. You, you know, this I coming. I need to say I coming from multicultural environment, mm-hmm. and uh, all of migration. Even when the guy who interview me, uh, engineers of Australia. He's admiring and, oh, wow, this, you did this project, you are one. Yes, I am one of these people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of me there in Australia. You need also to give them opportunity, but uh, companies to give us opportunity. And this will not happen unless government give a hand and support on this one. Mm-hmm. So... To summarize, what type of projects have you worked on? You know, obviously you, you mentioned Qatar is, is, is building stadiums for the World Cup. You're I talking the, international yeah. airports. I work in, uh, in highway roads. Mm-hmm. I did uh, three projects there. It's a big project, actually. One of the mega projects is with uh, Leighton Company, which is from Australia. It's JV was our local company there, Algebra Engineering. We did uh, fantastic work there. It's a big project have infrastructure. I manage their package, area package as construction manager from piping and uh, road construction from scratch, excavation, mm-hmm. millions of tons from rock excavated, being excavated to do this road. And um, we work with risk assessment there and quality. And this is, um, you know, it's a very high standard and remarkable projects. Everybody can go and check online on Qatar. This is a very mm-hmm. project. And one of them, this industrial project, which I, I see Australia now needed this one in wastewater and water itself. I managed construction of bomb station for waste uh, processing of wastewater mm-hmm. to, be, uh, to use uh, later on irrigation. The construction of bomb station itself, civil work, coordination between electrical and the mechanical team and building the pipeline itself, which is huge, big 1,200 millimeters, this one, the eye pipes with the chambers, fittings, everything is there. And, you know, this is, I am one of uh, who like to continuous improvement of myself and the learning. We are not stopped here. I like reading and now I am even studying with myself the standards of uh, TMR, traffic management roads, and uh, Oster Road for specs. Actually, it seems the same, you know, mm-hmm. like the same 80%, 90%, no difference. Uh, you will say to me, I will take uh, from, for example, the pipe itself, I will make, um, take sample, uh, one pipe from 100 pipe. Uh, in Qatar, let's say, here, we will take two from the 100 pipe to check it randomly. This is very, very one. The process is the same. Yeah. And the manage, manage, management, project management, process and the knowledge area and the process itself is the same in everywhere, even construction, IT projects. This is the same. 
from the initial project, study, scope of work, gaining the stakeholder uh, together, start planning and, and gaining the consultant, start execution of the project, and comparing your progress with your uh, actual work on site, mm-hmm. and solving the issues, make procurement for your team, and checking the procurement process, checking your quantities, make validation with the stakeholder about your project deliverables of your project, you are the project on the track or no, checking your company and organization goals and the aims from this project is this is you are to enter new market or you are gaining a new experience with your team and your company, then you will be professional on it and they take another phases and the same similar projects for this one, then handing over of the project and doing the lesson learned of the project. This is a manage, managing uh, project management, which is the same in every place. That's what everybody says. You know, construction is is the same no matter where you are in the world. You know, I, I get it. I get that the view of some of these businesses here in Australia because Australia was it has been built on on immigration. You know, there's no yes. two, there's no All two right. ways about it. No you know, doubt. so. Back in the day, you know, they they would offer people from the likes of the UK, Ireland, like they they offered the ten ten pounds. They were giving people money to come to uh-huh. Australia. So if you think about it, you would have had ships of people just rocking up to Australia looking for work, right? So I, I have this theory that that the reason why Australian people Australian businesses mention local experience is because at one point and and and, and, and over the last. 30, 40, 50, 60 years, there, there's been a time where they've just been having too many people from overseas applying for right. jobs, right? right. And so right. they want to shortlist as quickly as they can. And if they are advertising for a job for a project manager and they get 200 people, they'll say, which ones have worked in Australia? And I think that mentality, that mindset has continued on to today's market and hasn't shifted as quickly as, as what we needed to shift. I will tell you something. One project manager, uh, sorry, it's the director. He's one, my friend on LinkedIn, actually. He told me, uh, one, on, on one of our chats there, I told him, I can come and volunteer, do volunteering on the company. Then he told me very strange thing. I can't enter this company without any uh, formal uh, that means that companies need uh, what I think, Ferris. I think this it will be a win-win situation. Hmm. I will be contacted and touched with people there on site and on the organization and the companies there and knowing the process. And I can help in project management scheduling, even uh, my experience before in the infrastructure. But he said, I, can, I can't do it. This is no, no rule there. I can put you informally in the company. That's why, again, this is the role of our government to push and encourage these companies to do these rules. And mm. uh, My thinking behind this is that Australia is, is over-regulated in nearly every single piece of, of life, you know, from the, 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 the process and the procedures that these contractors have to go through the HR function within these businesses won't let project directors or project managers hire people on a on a voluntary on a voluntary basis 
purely because of health and safety laws, because of the legislation, because of the bureaucracy that, that they have to, to go through, whether it's labor hire licenses, whether it's it's anything like that. It's highly, highly regulated to the point where a lot of these companies would like to, but don't see the value in it because it, there's so much documentation that they need to go through. And and what the, the the government needs to do is just to make it easier for companies to hire people. Yes, and also right. make it make it easier to fire people as well if they need to. And 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 no, that that's something that that's probably not going to be that popular. But you know, in New Zealand, it's even harder than it is in in Australia to to fire people. And in my opinion, that, that's not you know that, that doesn't do businesses a service, and it doesn't do candidates a service because. Candidates mm-hmm. will then be given less opportunity, you know. So for mm-hmm. someone, a company that, who might gamble on someone and, and say, you know, they don't have the exact experience that we want, but we'll give them a chance. And, and so what you'll find is that those companies just don't even give people a chance anymore because there's too much regulation and too much involvement from government, making it difficult for companies to hire people. But what I'm trying to do is, is put a positive spin on this and say, right, yeah. what can we do? What can, what can we do? To, to make this a little bit easier for you, Hanny, and change the mindset of, of these companies and get the government yes. thinking about these these sorts of things. So cool. you'd, you'd mentioned to me, if you don't get a job in the next few months, you're going to move back to, yeah. to Qatar or Egypt. Is that right? Yeah. You've moved your whole family here. You've moved your, your kids are in school. Yes. This is a massive, so, yeah, massive life school, decision. What, 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 what I will do now, I, I even try to go for uh, jobs uh, like a supervisor, imagine, mm-hmm. not the engineer itself. I, I, I submit some uh, forms for supervisors. Nobody mm-hmm. replied to me. Even some casual work. But again, I am engineer. I am, I will not say I am expert engineer, but I have knowledge in one, uh, some area there, and you need me, and you certified me on this one. And uh, I did my, uh, let us say, my, uh, my, work, my homework, and I came here and started uh, searching I, uh, everywhere for work. What is the uh, repl- uh, second plan for me? Second plan to me, uh, this is where my saving with me now, how much I can survive here, then I will do the shift again, even go back again and thank you. This is wrong way. I know what happened or I will find opportunities. I just think this is such a, you know, a massive wake up call that contractors and consultancies and everyone needs to hear is that we have seriously qualified people here. You know, honey, so you're a permanent resident, right? You've got a civil engineering yes. degree. You've got 15 yes. years experience. You're a member of the yes. Engineers of Australia. You're a certified engineer in Queensland. Australia, Queensland engineers. Yes. So you speak, I would say, 80 to 85% fluent English. Thank you. You've, you've moved your entire life here. You're, play, you're yes. paying yes. Australian taxes. Yes. Yeah. Your kids are in Australian schools. And yes, you're right. thinking of moving back to... Yes. Egypt or Qatar, because no one is willing to give you a chance. Yes, yes, this is this this is the true, you know. Even the government itself not helping me to this even small program for me to break down this local experience. Mm-hmm. 
There's a relatively decent audience, sized audience that listens to this. So what I'm, I'm hopeful of is that someone reaches out to me and asks to have a chat with you, Hani, or reaches out to you directly oh, and, thank you. And, and, and says, listen, oh. let, let's, have a, let's have a chat. Because yeah. what, t- tell me what, you know, if there's any contractors or consultants out there listening to this, what are you losing out on? You know, like, what are you really losing out on? I, I get that you have to have, there's Australian codes and, 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 yes. and this sort of thing. But the reality of it is, if you have someone who's willing to take less salary or, mm-hmm. or, or a less job title than what their experience actually is, why would you not consider someone like that? I just don't get it. Yeah. This is something that I'm actually going to start doing more regularly is, is inviting people on who haven't necessarily got Australian experience. But and have and what your lot- consideration, please, I ask to volunteer in common mm. without any money, but it will be as what I study in project management, win-win situation. I will learn and I will give and put my experience with them for certain time then I will break the local experience. This is a solution I try to find also and help. I don't need to go back. I, you know, this is, I will say it will not be a failure, but it will be for me later on, this will learn. But it will be a negative one. If anybody asks me again, what's my recommendation there? I actually, I will not recommend somebody to come here. Yeah. So there's, I, I'd, I'd mentioned to you that someone I'm, I've actually become good friends with and he's been looking for a job for two years, two years. And so now he's considering moving to the Philippines, to work in the Philippines. This is the danger that we find ourselves in. Or the worst, sorry, to change the, the, the field and the speci- uh, your specialist on the provision. You know, my friend is project manager, expert project manager, actually. And now he will study IT. Mm. That means after 18 years, you will have here in Australia, junior, IT, whatever, operation or engineer. Mm. And you lose the 18 years of this experience. Yeah. And it just goes to waste. What also from that is that we're losing good people to other sectors. And this is because construction companies and, and people within construction just need to wake up. You know, like, I'm, I'm sorry yes. I'm being blunt, but like, for goodness sake, like meet people and, and stop reading their names and saying, oh, they're from a foreign land. You know, yeah. they're not going to be suitable for me because they they don't have a Western sounding name. Get a grip yeah. and start yeah. interviewing people and actually see, see them for what they are as opposed yes. to just a name on a CV. And that's something that always bugs me. But the reality of it is something's got to change. Yes, should be, should be, must be. And something that I've said before, but it's not racism, but there's an unconscious bias here that mm-hmm. because you have an Arab sounding name and because, yeah. because they see your CV and they, they'll just say, oh, I just doesn't have the experience that we're looking for. There, there's times before I've, I've sent the same, exactly the same CV and with the permission and of the, the name. Yep. And they got an interview uh, and they got an interview. Like that's just yes. no good. Yes. Yes. So it, I'm, I'm really fr- it's really frustrates me because the yes. reality of it is I'd make more placements, make more money. You'd get a job, you'd make more money, and the client, the company hiring, does isn't losing money because they're 
they haven't got someone to do the work. Yes, right, right. You know, so what we'll hope for today, Hanny, is that something something comes from this. Who knows? If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But if it does, you yes, know, that, that's a, yes, that's a yes, good this thing. This is life, and this is our experience in life. This mm. is so I'm not telling it. I mean, saying that this is experience, mm. life experience, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I am hoping, and I am still on a ch- challenge, and I accepted it. I am not uh, left my sword and go out. Yeah. So also, as I said to you before, it's a limited time for me. It's three months. Then I will not stand here and say, going for everybody, say, oh, I am. I need the job seeking, and this is what I I I I don't prefer this way. I want to I want to tell people listening to this. Last week, I had a, I have a job for a site supervisor I'm recruiting for at the moment, and an Australian person sent their CV to me, and I rang them because they were a good fit for the job. And I called them and I said, listen, I've got an opportunity here. You look like you'd be a really good fit. And they said, I'm not interested. I'm on job seeker at the moment. It's working out well for me. And I have to send my CV to companies in order to get my job seeker. Okay. So what we're seeing is that there are some people out there who just don't are not interested in work at all. And yet, they're more likely to get a job than someone like Hanny here today who has exceptional experience, has worked his ass off throughout his career, has spent thousands of dollars to get qualified in Australia, has permanent residency, ready to work, ready to volunteer, ready to volunteer, and he's not getting a chance. So if you're listening, reach out to me or to Hanny and let's work something out. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Measured with me, Mick Donaghy. Our goal with this podcast is to create a community of construction professionals from a variety of backgrounds and experiences to develop, learn and grow together. As a business, our aim with Franklin and Smith is to become the most respected pre-construction and quantity surveying recruitment agency in Australia within the next five years. Thereafter, our goal is to build a 100-year company that outlives us as owners, but lives on in the careers and legacy projects we recruit for. Listening to this podcast is being a small part of that journey, and we are forever thankful for your time. If you'd like to connect further with our ever-growing community, check out the Measured Facebook and LinkedIn pages. Thanks for listening to Measured catch you next time.